Make your case in court, not on the roadside. This is Dewey Rio with Noble, the national organization of black law enforcement executives. If you're stopped in your car, slow down, pull over safely when you can and turn off your engine. If the police car is unmarked and you're not sure the driver is a police officer, turn on your flashers, drive to a well-lit populated area and then pull over. Stay in your car with both hands in sight on the steering wheel. Turn on your interior light if stopped at night. If your driver's license or registration are in the glove compartment or under the seat, state that and then retrieve them slowly. Get out of the automobile if asked to do so. If you don't agree with the officer, make your case in traffic court, not on the roadside. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com and together we can promote justice by action. Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery, founders of Living Stones International and your host to the Stone Builders Hour. And and before we get started, I got to give a special shout out to our friends and families that are going through that storm right now. Yes, They are going through that storm, Uh, Ian or Ian. Uh, it's going through Tampa. We got friends in Tampa, and because uh, we are from Florida, uh, it's riding up through uh, Jacksonville, Orlando. We have family there in Jacksonville. Our sister and nieces and nephews, and and our ch- we have sons, and uh, our son is there in Orlando area. So, um, but they're used to it. We're all used to hurricanes, tornadoes. Never get used to it. Never get used to it. And then don't forget Georgia. We have family there too. My That's brother right. and his wife and uh, grandchildren are there. So I just want to say God bless each and every person affected by the storm and surround them with your love, protection, and angels. Let them know there are millions of us here praying for them and their loved ones as they go through the storm. We give you all praise and glory forever, Lord, and know that even in the darkest hours, you're there. (laughs) You're always with us. Thank you, Father. He's what a mighty God we serve. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome, podcast and radio family, to another informative session. And I trust you're learning as much as we're learning because, in, in order to present our sessions to you, we have to do a lot of research. And some of the research is like mind boggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Head scratching in <laughs> <And laughs> current events. Yes, on Bible. Uh, yes, it's there and word. And so we uh, bring you great tidings in the Lord once again, and His Holy Word, the Bible. Last week we focused on the children and the effects of social media apps on their behavior. You know, uh, parents and us as grandparents, we appear ancient to our children and grandchildren yeah, dinosaurs yes sure and a lot of times they don't think that we can operate in this world of cyberspace well this grandma this nana got another thing coming i'm keeping up with all the times that's right due to this new operating system with our children we've seen increases in anxiety and depression suicides even contemplating suicides are up as well so we adults sometimes feel inadequate 
when our children have these symptoms. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and what's available to help you there and maybe no help. Yet this week's topic is even scarier and weighs heavily on our minds for our children. And that's the rise in mass shootings, mass violence, especially here in the U.S., yeah, it's, it's 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 going beyond for sure, and that's why we are so thankful for our ministry platform and Wave ninety four allowing us to share the good news with both non believers and believers that the Almighty is real and that the Bible is the best operating manual ever printed. That's right, ever printed. And Elder J.C. is right about that social media is taking over the minds of our children, grandchildren, nieces and nephew, but only if you let it. So parents, we as a 24-7 dad, as uh, as a parents engaged for life, uh, we taught that curriculum for, for a while, uh, parents We encourage you to become more proactive in the lives of your children. Limit their use, Mm. not only with the cell phones and social media, but with TV and radio. Make sure you know what they're watching and what they're listening to and set boundaries. Uh, I suggest you go back and listen to some. Yes, we did a whole several sessions on that. You can find that on uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, all of uh, iHeart. We're there. And and the reason why we're so thankful to be there because our children are so vulnerable due to more technology, due to teacher burnout, parent burnout, Mm, due to confrontations more volatile than ever before. And children are feeling not safe. They're not safe. You go to school, you got classmates bringing guns and knives and uh, to school drugs and fentanyl to school and there's rumors of of like gang wars going through the schools plus all the trappings that are all the negatives that our world has to offer today well you uh, talked about um, the bible being uh, the printed word and being our operating manual. But did you know that the Bible is one of the most read and most printed instruments in the world? And it continues to be. Um, One of the things you also mentioned was that fentanyl, parents need to be aware, they're now making them colorful, almost like, what's that candy called? Sweet tarts. Mm -hmm. They look like sweet tarts, but those things are powerful and really can kill your children because their bodies weren't made to be using a synthetic that's a synthetic drug Mm. so we need to be aware of that but you know the increased pastor in in mass shootings certainly has not helped our nation where children they don't feel safe just the trauma of knowing that 
school used to be the one place we could always depend on. I, I can remember being able to run to school even when bullies were following me. I could run in at least, well, we were near a Catholic school, so I know they weren't coming in there with the nuns. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so. it's just, we don't have that today. In our day, yeah, we had bullies and all of that too. Yeah. But in our days, we weren't worried about mass shootings. We were worried about Russia throwing the bomb and, you know, how we always had to practice going under our desk to <laughs> yeah, save us right. from nuclear fallout and bombs. Like and, help right, I don't think desk. so. Or in, the, or, or in the hallway in front right. of the locker, everybody yes. sitting down uh, until the fire drill passes. Yes. And that used to be a community-wide yes, thing. Yes, where the sirens yes. went, everybody yes. stopped what they were doing. Their yes. homes and went to their doorways. Y'all remember the sixties? Yes, the 50s I do. Sixties, yes. But today's children, they just see violence as passe, like going to McDonald's. Uh, they see it in their classroom. They see it on the buses and subways going to school. They even see shootings. What are we? setting up our children to the kind of people we want them to be one that's fearful to be able to know whether or not something like that's going to happen and it's just not shootings in big places we're talking about at theaters public events and now we even have it in schools what's so sad is yes uh, we moved from tallahassee uh, to durant and uh we're very well of uh, children going to the movies and getting shot or to, uh, and it was unfortunate that we know these kids <laughs> or we know the parents. Somehow yes. Tallahassee is a smaller community. It's a small, it's a big, small community. Yes. Kind of everybody knows somebody knows somebody. And, uh, and we hear about some of these shootings before the newspapers do or well, before it's on TV because you get a phone call or a text. You because of people you know. And our involvement in, in, in youth um, juvenile detentions and youth uh, crimes. And you, we were very active in that area, civil citation provider for several years. Well, one of the things that you talked about, those are things that we look at and decide, well, you know, how do we compensate? How do we make our children feel safe? And, you know, the big tech companies, you know, they tell you, well, we have these algorithms and algorithms is nothing but algebraic equations that they say that they can get information out, that they can kind of uh, skirt what's going on in terms of Facebook, Twitter and other things. But it's still going on. Children are getting this information faster from their friends. Remember, we talked last week about special apps that kids can go to to talk with their friends in secret. And then here you have in 2020, 14 to 22 year olds state that they can go to social media to feel better when they're depressed, anxious or stressed, which is a good thing. But it's one thing to feel better to see how others react. But it's another to get professional help like a psychiatrist. But one of the things that we have to find is that the other part of that equation is that our professionals in mental health are so small that we've lost a lot of kids to mental illness because they can't get treated. 
and teens may have to wait weeks, sometimes months on end. And I remember when um, when you talked about us being civil citation providers, one of the things that we were involved with were social workers and mental health specialists and uh, psychologists. And because of the wait, sometimes kids were going through something, they didn't have that immediate response of someone helping them. So a lot of times we took on that role. Um, as pastors, uh, we are mental health providers because the one thing that teens want more than anything is someone to listen to them, Yeah, to take the time and say, I care. Yeah. And just by listening to them, they tell you everything. everything. Yes. <laughs> I used to drive our children home from after school. And boy, you don't have to say anything. All you got to do is just listen. Uh, just listen. <laughs> and scooch They're talking to each other. And, uh, and it's like, my, 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 my. I'm just so thankful to have the Almighty uh, over our household. Because for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. But that's why when you talk about mental health, training is essential and a key to training our youth, uh, not only for mental health, but to raise them up. Yes. Up a yeah. child so they'll, they'll know the way they should go. And, uh, but, you know, we worked with social departments at FSU, yes. FAMU, TCC, right. uh, both undergraduate and on the master's level. Yes. Matter of fact, we trained up a number of social workers and also educators and, uh, and and also, um, what is that? Uh, they were juvenile, ju- uh, not juvenile justice, but they were into justice. What was that? The justice department. They wanted to uh, not law enforcement. Well, criminology, criminology was one, yeah. and and sociology. Yeah. But we were in a good position because we were sitting in the midst of college town, uh, and these youth or pair youth young professionals were being trained in those areas which is always good because now we know there's someone to take our place. <laughs> yeah, I know that. And and we were hands-on. And we're so blessed to to have the support of the uh, the school administrations or the, the departments to allow those young folks to be a part of us because they got hands-on training. And and, and many, just as many have came in, some of them left the profession exactly. because it was too hard. And it's burnout. It was too, too. hard to yes. see uh, where you go where it stinks. And, and that's that's why I would say that an estimated 4.1 million youth suffer from major episode of depression. That was in 2020 at the height of uh, COVID, but 58% never received treatment. Because lack of personnel. And although the stigma of mental health is just now getting the attention and needs, we are still far off from having the resources necessary to treat them. And there are other countries much further ahead than U.S., such as England. Now, England, uh, they have their police forces called Bobbies or Bills. Yes. And there are social workers that are assigned to them that go out on calls. Or if they go to a call, they help the family through the peril that they're in. They, they, they learn how to de-escalate. They also learned how to have, uh, what's that, an ear to hear what the families are dealing with. So part of that, um, I think when we look at that, I think the U.S. has some time that we need to 
uh, look at some things. I was going to say the, the one of the things about it, uh, Pastor, the pandemic hit many within our minority community the hardest um, because you had death of loved ones, you had economic consequences, and those who were financially disadvantaged. Black and Hispanic children lost a parent at twice the rate of white children and Native Americans at four times that rate. So you can see that our children are being affected even from an adult perspective because they're now dealing with death and financial loss. So we're going to come right back, Pastor. We're at the halfway point, but, but stage two, because we're going to show you how you can help your situation. We'll be right back. Our family values are under attack. As a husband and father, family is very important to me. I can get the word by listening to the Stone Builders Hour on my favorite podcast, iHeartRadio. You can check them out on other podcasts like Spotify and SoundCloud. As a man of faith, the word is very important to me. And I can get the truth from Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Check them out on the Stone Builders Hour. Let us not forget all God's benefits as stated in Psalm 103 verse 2. As believers, we must know God has our best interest at heart. He wants us and others to join him in the kingdom as his son Yeshua sacrificed himself for us. Be a part of this magnificent story and become a partner with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery, co-host of the Stone Builders Hour. As the laborers, they are spreading his good news. Contact them at welivingstones.org or call 580-634-5896. Once again, that website is welivingstones.org. And that phone number is 580-634-5896. I wanted to interject something. Welcome back. Uh, we From the last ad, just talking about giving. It is so important for us to continue to get this word out. We are just finding so many people who are lost, who are questioning whether God is really alive, whether the Bible is true, and we believe it is because of how God has been working in our life. So join us. You know, be a uh, stone builder with us. And you can do that by going to welivingstones.org and as stated, call 580 uh, Five eight six six nine three four. Almost forgot my telephone number. Yeah, six three four fifty eight. No, no, no. You doing it? Uh, uh-uh. listen to what I said. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's five eight zero six three four five eight nine six but you know join us and be a stone builder uh any amount will do but we you know we did a a scenario of our 50 year anniversary so we were asking for uh 50 donations uh we've had some people send it in so blessings out to them for giving and hearing that word uh but just know there's plenty of room because now we want to look at other moving further out in the world. So join us uh, today. 
Yes, indeed. That, that's fifty dollars. You can do it uh, right on that website. Yes. Or you could just do uh, Cash App or PayPal. Yes. Uh, to Living Stones, or uh, and we'll make sure that we get it and uh, and pray for you, and also send you a Stone Builders uh, T-shirt. T-shirt. Uh, it's yours. It's waiting here for you right now, and. We're talking about the stress that children are under and the mental health issues of children. But somehow there's this mentality of mob rule. And just recently uh, in Philadelphia, um, uh, we had a lot of children. I call them children. They are. Anything, anyone less than 21 years old, I call them children. Uh, they were mobs of kids between like 14 and maybe 16 years old that went to a Wawa. And Wawa was like a 7-Eleven or what do they got here in, in uh, Valencia? Tom Thumbs. Um, this is a great store that you can get a great cup oh, of coffee. Oh, Bucky, like Bucky. Like a Bucky's, but right. like smaller. Yes. And, uh, but they went in and terrorized the store last Saturday evening. And you had a whole bunch of about 100 kids just went in. Uh, wrecked the store, took everything off the shelves. And while that's going on, you had some young ladies go over to the deli counter while the manager is filming the chaos and ask them, could they make some sandwiches? That, uh, that, that no. Just, <laughs> oh, God, that's not even funny. No, but it just goes to show you the lack of mindset that what they're doing is wrong, but I'm still going to ask f- for something. Good sandwich. Yes. They, you know, they got good sandwiches. Right. Oh, yes, they did. Goodness. And, but there's something that's going on, and that's why we have to be acutely aware of what's going on around us. There's some shooting of children in Niles, Michigan, where you had two young ladies who lost their lives. And, I mean, they're like 14 and 18 years old. Uh, they're Prime all on life. social media. Yes. And, and, and they're... And they were murdered, along with four other kids. They were like a young man and another young lady, and they're just finally connected the dots that this is going on. And that's why Proverbs 22, 6 is so important. It's train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. <laughs> Moms and dads, we need you to become more proactive in the lives of your children. Because although the schools may be the first line of defense for our children, it should be us as parents and grandparents and friends yes. and neighbors. And there are some things that we may do immediately to stave off disruption in our children's lives. Because Proverbs twenty nine seventeen says, correct thy son and he shall give thee rest. Yea, he shall give delights unto thy souls. How many of those parents there at Roosevelt, uh, uh, what was that? I forget the name of the street. Roosevelt, it was Northeast Philadelphia. Broadway, Broad uh, Street. But, uh, but how many parents actually saw their children on the videotape and disciplined them? I mean, they were clear as day going in the store and clear as day in the store and going out of the store. And the police said they're going to make an arrest. But how many parents saw their children? So parents, put down your phone and stop being online as much as they are. I mean, TikTok, uh, who is an Instagram of Snapchat, uh, Snapchat. Oh, you, you parents, you're on the phone just as much as the children are on mm-hmm. the phone. So we need to set time limits, not only for our children, but for ourselves. Yes. So we should know 
without missing a beat that we shall provide the proper covering that our children need and desire. Everyone wants to be loved. What's that, 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 that thing? Everybody want to know my name? Yes. Uh, that It was a bar. It was a name of a bar. That, friends. Yes. Is it called Friends? No, nah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But everybody want to know. You should know the names of your children and your children's friends. I think we always knew our children all friends. the time. And they were always walking. We invited them into our home and they were our extended family. How much is that? We were never fearful of them. And, and, and all I know is that when our children grew up and left home, some of those kids still came by. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Yes, it does. I mean, that's part of your role, parents. Uh, one of the things that it talks about in Proverbs nineteen twenty six is he that wasted his father and chased away his mother is the son that causes shame and bringeth reproach. So all those children brought their parents reproach. They might not think so, or they may say, oh, you know, they're just being a ch- child. They're just having fun. But that is the state of where our children are today. They need discipline. They missed it probably, but now this is the end result. And of course, it's always the community yeah. or society that has to deal with it. Uh, you know, our prisons are filled with lots of people who didn't get their discipline. And we've taught in both the county jails and the state prisons. And a lot of that has to do with it. But understand the process of social media apps. We talked about that by your child because remember, you know, we talk about you have to be aware of all of those. But remember, they have secret accounts. Yeah. See, they think, oh, mom don't know what she's doing. Nana don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to set up a secret account. And, and I did talk about, too, how even now they have clocks and calendars that seem innocent. But beneath that, they have communication mm. and they can set up different things. Just they can do that through gaming, too. Because uh, one of the things I asked um, one of our grandsons, uh, you know, they're playing with people from all over the world, supposedly. So how do they do that unless people have access to their um, their URL, their uh point of contact within the computer so you don't know what's going on with your child you need to be in there um you need to be dedicated you need to be like stealth was it like that uh airplane the stealth Stealth you go you, you can camouflage yourself but you in there you know what's going on one of the things that children need to know is they got to keep their location private. They got to keep their media settings private because once people get in, they can make themselves to be anything out to be anything that they want. And it turned out they may be a man you're talking to and not know young teen or uh, a person who's a gamer too, like you. So we always have to be aware of that. But there are support groups that you can join. Facebook has a lot of them. Law enforcement needs to be involved because when a child is approached by an adult and and things may be happening, they can help prosecute those uh, individuals. But parents should know if they do not receive love at home, wow. they'll receive it online from a stranger. Yeah. 
Proverbs 3, 7 through 8 says, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel, belly button, and marrow to the bones. Mm-mm-mm. Praise God. You know, parents, caregivers, grandparents, teachers, adults, we need to focus on the stem of the problem. And parents, we should and must have full access to our children's property, mm-hmm. whether it's the cell phone, mm-hmm. the laptop, computer, uh, books that they're reading, their diaries. I'm not talking about being a spy or giving them some space. I'm talking about, you know, embracing your child's whole life. They should be able to come and talk to you first about anything. anything. That's right. For anything. And uh, it's not that you snooping, but... We snoop. <laughs> I'm going to stay on. It's like it's better to uh, know that um, that that even though I'm stooping, that I, that's because I love you so much. And there's a way that you can do it where you know that you can embrace them. And I know we cherish our privacies, but there are predators out there yes. taking advantage of of you not snooping. And I know that uh, you have um, that sex trafficking. Uh, yes, we have the big time men posing as uh, little girls or little boys, and they're sending uh, uh, child porn or or photos of themselves and things of that nature, and and they're convincing these folks to do these things, boys and girls. So you have to be alert. I mean, right there, we know students there at Raw Elementary School in Tallahassee that there's a sex tape going around the children, and you know if you got that sex tape and you're passing around, you know that you're involved with child porn trafficking and you could be arrested too you gotta look out you got yes. nowadays you have to be alert truly alert in second timothy 3 uh, 15 states and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is christ jesus All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That's the key. Good works. Well, Pastor, I hate to spoil your your time, but we are at the end. I do want to read this one um, Psalms that we will close out that as our prayer today. But Psalms 37, 7 says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. And that's one of the things that's going on in our world today. There are a lot of wicked devices. Are we out of time? I got enough. Yes. No, baby. Prayer. We're finished, but we'll be back next week because we wanted to continue on the same vein about our children because it is key to our survival. Thank you all. God bless each and every one of you. And we look forward to a testimony from those who say, I survived the storm. All right. We're out. We're out.